Yesterday I came across two places, Nemisharanya and Vrindavan. And it just so happens that Nemisharanya and Vrindavan, especially Vrindavan I knew, Nemisharanya I never knew, and I've never been to, and I was living so close to it for two years. <laughs> Nemisharanya, you must have heard, and you'll keep hearing time and again, it is a very, very spiritual place located close to Lucknow in Uttar Pradesh. It is near Sitapur Road. So why was I living so close to it? I was studying there for two years and I am Lucknow. I was doing my MBA from there at Sitapur Road near Nemisharanya. I never knew about it. But when I look back, I feel, you know, some things are already planned and you don't even know it. That is where I met two pillars who are strongly standing by me through my spiritual journey. One is Nirman and one is Nitin. So without them, the spiritual journey would not be the way it is right now. And you never thought, no, you don't go to I am Lucknow to start a spiritual journey. So, and this Nemisharanya as a place is so divine that Satrupa and Manu, they did the tapasya over there. And what did they get in return? To get Narayan as their son. And Sri Ram came. So when we began with Ramayan, and when we talked about Ramji's birth, we talked about Satyarupa and Manu praying for thousands of years for the Lord Narayan to come to their house. So this is Nemisharanya. Nemisharanya is a place where Vittasur was killed by the Richi, by using his bones. We'll do this story later on in the Bhagavatam also. Nemisharanya is a place where so many, all the Purans were written in Nemisharanya. The Mahabharata was written in Nemisharanya. The Brahma Sutras were written in Nemisharanya. And they were recited also multiple times in Nemisharanya. The Dharmchak landed in Nemisharanya. So like we are doing the Bhagavad, Bhagavad Mahapuran Mahatme, there is a Mahatme for this place Nemisharanya. It is so divine. And like many other places, in this place also, the pure water of all the <coughs> holy rivers was bought and poured in so that Rishi Dadichi could take a bath and then later give up his body and his bones to kill Vrittasura. And not only this, you know, the stories of Nemisharanya go on and on and on. So this divine holy place is, is next to River Gomati in Lucknow near Sitapur Road. And I was like, wow, because try, whenever you hear of a word in these grants, you should ideally try to find out where it is located in the current times. And you'll always have information about what is there. There is a Vyaspeet over there, Vyasa's ashram, Shukdevji is there, Shukdevji's ashram is there. Even now there is a chakra, which is always flowing with water, it never ends. So where the Dharm chakra went in, settled. Now there is another story which says that Vishnuji, destroyed by a wink of his eye so many asuras in Nemisharanya. So basically Nemisharanya is a place which helps you purify yourself. The asuras were killed, Fritasur was killed, so many. So Nemisharanya and so many Puran came out over there. And why we are talking about Nemisharanya now is because this narration 
between see the narration is happening over here when we are looking at this granth it is not going to be as easy as ramayana or mahabharat which goes on in a story there are many speakers talking to each other it's a narration happening between many speakers so overall the narration was between the divine voice to brahma then from narad muni to vedvyas vedvyas to shukdev ji shukdev ji to parikshit but in the middle vedvyas also narrated this to suta ugrashava and not only this he vedvyas had a lot of disciples so now but the beauty of it is you'll say how then vedvyas is writing this and how in his granth he is writing that sutta shonak were listening to sut ugrashava about this story how is it possible when he is the author how is this loop going on and later on you'll suddenly see that shukdev ji comes in the story these people are trikal darshis and i don't know i tried to find out what a nested loop is one of the sanyasis used the word nested loop in math if anybody is a good mathematician you can share the knowledge of a nested loop or maybe i'll try to figure out what it is a nested loop kind of a phenomena over here so everything is interlinked and everything will go back and forth back and forth so right now when we are going to start here the narration is happening at nimisharanyam who is narrating ugrashava who is ugrashava or sutta he is the son of lomaharsha or romaharsha two ways you can say lomaharsha or romaharsha is his father now why is he called lomaharsha or romaharsha because when he recites the story the pores of the people who are listening to it just stand up they open you know when you see that your pores are just your hair on your body stand on the end while listening to the narration so ugrashava's father was lomaharsha or romaharsha so when he used to narrate the stories of the lord the listeners would have that feeling of their pores opening and their hair standing at their ends that was the feeling of joy the listeners would get and his son was ugrashava and the knowledge was passed by word of mouth right it was a guru shishya parampara so everything was passed one to another to another now who was shonak then and why did shonak see the need to listen to sutdev ji when he himself had 28000 shishyas in his ashram 28000 shishyas he sitting in nemisharanya with 28000 disciples at that particular point some people say there were 60000 disciples they sitting there and he invites sutt or ugrashava to come and he has a few questions to ask so in the beginning he gives them a place to sit he sits there and shonak now his father was also a vedic guru so he says sutdev ji kali has set in kaliyuga right everybody is in agony look at everybody they are all busy feeling their own bellies the compassion is gone as if kali is eating everybody's empathy people are so diabolic in nature what is happening what's going to happen is there any way in which the world can be saved and not only this the people nowadays are very busy you give them a stick of books you puran padh lo 17 vedic veda padh lo brahma sutra padh lo upanishad padh lo 
so they won't even touch it. So is this something in a capsule format which will benefit everybody who is so busy nowadays, God knows doing what? So the Jesusji said, yes, yes, there definitely is something. And I'll tell you what it is. The questions you have asked are so beautiful. And I can see that there is so much of love towards the greater good that you are an adhikari with your disciples to listen to this katha. And what I'm going to tell you today is the Bhagavad Mahapurana. Bhagavad Mahapurana. Shonak asks, Why Bhagavad Mahapuram? Why not all the other Granths? Why not the Vedas? Why not the Upanishads? Why not any other Puran? Why the Bhagavad Mahapuram? I said, again, it's a very beautiful question. See, it's through question and answers. Now, Shonakji did not know. Or Sajji knew more. No, they both knew. But through question and answers, they were enlightening so many people. So uh, asking questions is very, very important. So he said, okay, but why Bhagavat Mahapuram? Why not the Vedas? Now everything, if you see Bhagavat Mahapuram has been derived from the Vedas, has been derived from the Puranas, was the last grant to be written by Vedvyasji. So why only this grant? Then, Suchi said, because it has the essence of all the other grants. Now what do you mean by essence? He said, now, a mango tree, for instance, now this Bhagavad Mahapuran cannot be compared to a mango because a mango has a seed, it has flesh, then it has a skin. So you throw away the gutli and you throw away the skin, but there is nothing in this granth which can be thrown away. So it is it is a fruit, but it is a fruit which you can consume all in all without a single thing that can be thrown away. It is totally juice. So he said this granth. Imagine that there is a mango tree. Now mangoes are very sweet. So why do you lunch for the mangoes? Why don't you just <coughs> eat the tree? Because the tree has given, the essence of the tree has gone into the mango to form that mango, right? But that mango is so sweet. Would you want to eat a mango tree or even a mango leaf? Would we? So the entire being of the tree has gone to form this mango. In the same way, when you look at milk, can you see there is butter inside? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but there is, right? So you have to go through that process which we had discussed in Ramayan. You have to go through that elaborate process to get that butter in your hands. And once that butter is in your hands, isn't it definitely better tasting than milk? For some, yes, for, but for Lord Krishna, butter was butter. <laughs> isn't it? So that is butter. And sugar cane ledo. And sugar, what is sweeter? The sugar. So this is Bhagavad Mahapura. The essence of the entire Granth has been put into this Bhagavad Mahapura. So, I will tell you the story. Now when you start reading Bhagavad Mahapura, it is said that you will realize that there has been a lot of reference in the other Puranas also, which were written before this, where they are singing the glories of the Bhagavad Mahapura. How is it possible? Okay. But this was written in the end. So why in Narad Puran or other Puran, Vishnu Puran, there is Mahima of Bhagavad Mahapura? How? 
how when Vyasi is writing, he is saying that Sut and Shonak were having this discussion, which is actually happening and which happened a lot later. We bind ourselves with time because we bind ourselves with body. The minute you leave that boundary, time is just a perception. That is something which might come and we'll say, ah, is that a So we cannot discount things because they are moving forth and back in time. It will happen many a time. But don't stop at that because time is just a perception. Because we have a certain frequency of hearing, that does not mean there are no other voices around us. Is it true that there are no other voices around us? Why is it that the dog hears a lot more than we do? Frequency, isn't it? We can catch only that much. Our body can catch only that much. But that does not mean that there are only those noises around us. We can see only that much. That does not mean that there are only those things that we see around us. That microscopic vision and then you realize there are so many of bacteria flowing around you. See? So, let's listen to this grunt with a very open mind. And now, he narrates and he starts narrating. But before that again, he says, see, before you enter this grunt, we are talking about the Mahatme, right? We are still in the Mahatme portion. And one saint beautifully says that there was a king and a queen. And they desperately wanted a child. After many years, after many years of rigorous desire and longing and whatever they must have done, they had a beautiful baby. But as fate may have it, the baby was stolen by the dacoits. Baby chala gaya. The parents are crying in agony. Itni mushkil se. A child was born and now child has been stolen. Then what do we do? Now this child used to cry a lot. Remembering his parents. But then the dacoits would say, ah, We are your parents. We are your parents. We are your parents. Till after a while, that child forgot his real parents. The king and the queen. He only remembered the dacoits as his parents. And he'd do as they would tell him. He would follow everything they'd do, they would do. And then one day the king and queen find, found out about the whereabouts of their child. And they told their guru, we have to go, we have to immediately get our child back. It has been so many years. But the guru said, your child has forgotten you. Even if you go down and tell him that I am your father, I am your mother, your child will refute you. <coughs> they said, no, these are my parents. Who are you? They said, yes, because he has been raised by them only. So and he has no memory of us anymore. So the Guru said, don't worry. I will go. I will go. I will explain. I will demonstrate. I will prove. I will convince. And I will bring him back to He went. He talked. He stayed, he convinced, he proved, he tried his level best. And after all <coughs> that effort, the child realized and went back to his parents. He could not believe that he was a child of the king and the queen and not the dacoits around him. But when he knew the truth, he went back. 
does the story tell us about ourselves? It is us. It is us? How? It is us. How? We've lost ourselves in this modern world and, and things And we need happen. a guru, a, a teacher or a spiritual awakening to tell us how to, and to tell us where, where we need to go. Okay. And to live a life. I mean, we came from Krishna, right? So how to go back to... We are the child of the Lord. Yeah. We all are. It is not that there is one avatar, the other is not. Why? Yeah. There is no discrepancy anywhere. Yeah. So if we are the child of the Lord, we are supposed to be like Him, right? But because we have been conditioned of our in, you know, finite form, of what is possible, what is not possible, of what is the way of life, you know, he, these saints don't have anything to lose, so they bluntly, you know, put it just for your benefit so that he looks after you when you grow old, you're giving him education to earn money and not find himself. And there have been many instances, in fact, in my family also, there was one cousin of mine who, from a young age, my dadi is a Brahma Kumari, she's a Brahmachari for 40, 50 years now. So, my uh, cousin got very influenced and he started, we all used to go to the ashram as children, and he started practicing it. At the grade 10, I remember, my aunt and uncle, they realized that if not stopped, he would follow this path. They sent him to Australia, immediately for his further education. Path changed, nothing wrong. What they did was right, maybe. And now he is, of course, he's happy doing very well in life, has two children, nothing wrong. But how many times or how many of us would want our children to go to that path? See, so that those are the decoys, you know, this is right, this is right, this is right, this is right. So the true knowledge is never given. The true existence is never told. The true power is never discovered. And we feel time travel possible nahi hai, eternity possible nahi hai. We are finite beings. Infinity <coughs> possible nahi hai. So then we don't comprehend. So when you sit for such a grant, at least for an hour, forget everything else and say I'm your child. And then only will you be able to understand the depth of it. Otherwise it will feel like yaar kya kahani hai bas. They have told it in such a manner so that uh, we understand it better, you know, we remember it. It's just a means of a deeper symbolic significance. There was a beautiful story, it struck me. And, and that is the Mahatme of Bhagavatam. To tell you who you are. And not only this. Different way to put it again would be once Vivekananda was there and he was taking a dip in Ganga. And one man, hurriedly, as it is, we are short of time, came. Gurudev, I'm in a hurry. Dip to lene to barle baat ke lene baare ke. Nahi, He came into the water. I think I've recited the ripple of the story. Came in. Nahi, nahi. Tell me. How do you get God? You want the answer while I'm taking a dip? Please, you have to tell me I have to go. I have to catch a train. Abhi jana hai. 
So Vivek Anand was a good built fellow, huh? Very good built, very strong as a person. एक बार डेथ लिया छोड़ा नहीं उसने दो बार डेथ लिया तीसरे डेथ में ही टुक हिम विथ हिम इन साइड द वाटर गंगा में और छोड़ा ही नहीं टिल ही वाज टेकिंग अ डेथ इनसाइड दैट मैन वाज इनसाइड एंड आफ्टर अ पॉइंट ही स्टार्टेड स्ट्रगलिंग ही वांटेड ब्रेथ ऑफ कोर्स नहीं छोड़ा एंड आफ्टर दैट आफ्टर अ वाइल मैंने रियलाइज किया अब तो दम तोड़ देगा ये और नहीं बाहर निकाला तो ही केम आउट एंड विवेकानंद जी आस्क्ड What were you thinking about when you were inside? Look, Gurudev, I was just thinking about a breath, just a breath. Why did you do this to me? Because you are trained children. You wanted a quick answer. You will get caught when you crave for him, like a breath, when you were inside. Every time you want the answer to that question, think. All I needed was a breath. One breath of oxygen so that I don't die. If you claim that, only then he will come. I say, थोड़ी आ जाएगा. Do you have that kind of a desire? नहीं ना. Such beautiful songs they write and they dream in it. No, मैं क्या? There is a song, no? मैं तुझे चाहता हूँ ऐसे. मरने वाला कोई ज़िंदगी चाहता हो. So that is that intensity, and that is what Bhagavatam will do. It will get that intensity in our seeking, if you are seeking. That is. But then, if you seek water, does the water come to you? But if you seek God, He comes to you. If you seek for food, does the food come to you? No. But if you seek the Lord, the Lord comes to you. That is what is the Mahatme of Bhagavatam. Again. To explain the Mahatmya of Bhagavatam in a very simple way. These are very simple things. There is no rocket science to it. Now there was a little boy, and again this is a WhatsApp forward. Very beautiful, little boy who was selling water. Now he was selling water, and he came to a Sethji, and the Sethji said, "Kitne me?" He said, "Fourteen." Sethji said, "Bara hi dunga." Twelve rupees, and this boy looked at him. He smiled. He took the glass of water and put it back into his jar, and went away. Now there was a man who was observing all this, who was not on his phone. He was looking around. He was observing because you miss out on so much when you're always on your phone, right? I'm telling this to myself also. So everything I'm saying here is to myself also. Okay. So he says, "Ki, what did you do? Now why did you smile? Why did you pour back the water? Why didn't you further negotiate? And why did you go away?" उनको पानी थोड़ी पीना था वेन अ मैन इज थर्स्टी ही टेक द ग्लास ऑफ वॉटर ड्रिंक इट एंड देन से बता कितना देना दर्स्ट इज नीडेड दैट इज वॉट भागवतम डस इट अवेकन्स योर थर्स्ट इट अवेकन्स योर लॉन्गिंग इट अवेकन्स योर डिजायर फॉर द लॉर्ड जब थर्स्टी नहीं है तो यूल नेगोशिएट यू विल आर्ग्यू You will doubt. You will think that ऐसा क्यों? When there is a thirst, you will delve in it and find the answer for yourself. You'll drink it, and then you'll know that pias puchti hai ya nahi puchti hai. Till you drink it, you do not know, right? Whether it will quench your thirst or not. So that is the mahatme. That is the importance of Bhagavatam. 
that it will ignite that thirst after which you won't say ki nahi but if this that that is the mahatmya of bhagavad and beautifully she ended saying ki agar ishwar hai to fikr kyu aur agar ishwar nahi hai to jikr kyu why are we always moving up and down hai bhi nahi bhi jikr bhi karenge par fully vishwas bhi nahi karenge and what the bhagavatam does is brings you up to that level of vishwas at least shraddha vishwas and fir hi to bhakti aayegi nahi to kaise aayegi so mahatme in simple words is that that is the mahatme of bhagavatam simple isn't it and again one more mahatme for the benefit of ourselves as we chanted last time sachidananda rupaya sachidananda rupaya विश्वत्पत्ति हेतव तापत्रा विनाशा श्रीकृष्ण वो ब्यूटिफुल सच्चिदानंद सच्चित आनंद इन अवे यू कैन ब्रेक इट एज ए सत्चित आनंद ट्रू कॉन्शियस ब्लेस और यू कैन से सदा सद चिदानंद सद ऑलवेज चिद ऑलवेज आनंद इट्स एन एवर लास्टिंग ब्लिस सचिदानंद रूप आय इज द क्रिएटर द डिस्ट्रॉयर एंड द प्रोटेक्टर ऑफ दिस वर्ल्ड सो होम आई यू डूइंग नमन टू द एवर लास्टिंग ब्लिस that infinite is the creator and destroyer and the protector now you say krishna is the vishnu's avatar and vishnu is the protector and brahma is the creator and shivji is the destroyer bifurcation kyun karna hai everybody is his avatar <coughs> lord krishna is his avatar and he in all of us we are all creators protectors and destroyers of our body if you take it in a galaxy form there are creators protector destroyer you take it on the earth form you take it on your bodily form also every day you are protecting you are creating and you are destroying in your body also right and even in one cell this activity is happening so either you can expand it to a certain level or you can bring it to a cell level this three activities are always happening so don't bifurcate so he is that divine is the creator destroyer and protector and we we now where vyas is writing he is alone in his vyas gufa but he says vayam namaha aham namaha ne vayam is we do namam to you why so connected to the entire thing it is all we right it is all connected right vayam namaha we all do namam to you other way to look at it while he was writing there were so many around him the other way to look at it is that we are this bhagavatam is not only for one person it is for everybody who is willing to imbibe in the essence of the lord vayam namaha and tapatraya vinashaya and we have only three forms of agony isn't it 
you can actually divide your agony into three forms. One is Adhyatmic, Adhibhotik and Adhidev. <clears throat> three forms of agony. In simple words, the agony caused by the self to the self. What kind of agony? The bodily agony, the agony the mind causes it. That is the first kind of agony. That is the major portion of the agony, isn't it? The agony caused by the self to the self. The agony caused by our mind to ourselves. The agony caused by our body to ourselves. Isn't that the major kind of agony that we dwell in? So, first agony. Second agony? Adi Devik is the third. Adi Bhotik. Adi Bhotik will take first. Adi Bhotik is the agony caused by others to us. That is a smaller portion. I think so. Although we think the agony caused by others to us is the biggest portion, but that is not true. It is the smaller portion. And Adi Devik is the agony caused by the natural calamities or the natural phenomena or the paranormal phenomena around us. He will help us move beyond these three forms of agonies. That is again a Mahatme of Bhagavatam. So when you read the Bhagavatam, your agonies will go away. So will your agonies go away? That is like, you know, I said that huh, from now on there will be no trouble in my life. Your attitude towards your agonies will change. So you will be left with zero <coughs> agonies. So again, Sachidananda Rupaya Vishva Pattadi Hetave Tapitraya Vinashaya Shri Krishna Vayam. But this, he starts the graph. So in a nutshell, Mahatmya Bhagavata, Mahatmya Bhagavata, Mahatmya Bhagavata, Mahatmya Bhagavata means that it will just cleanse you totally. Have you seen that uh, person who is making the potter? When he is doing pottery, what does he do first? He creates the, he makes that uh, sand, right? Whatever, mud. Yeah. He has to mend it. He takes a lot of time to smoothen it, to make it fit for the pottery, to make it fit to go on that wheel. That is another Mahatmya Bhagavata. <coughs> we can go on and on with the Mahatmya of Bhagavatam. So, that is Bhagavatam. And now, Shonachi got his answer when Sujjevji started him telling him why Bhagavatam? Why is he chosen Bhagavatam as the gram? And he said, see, the Chintamani can give you all the material wealth. Okay? And he goes on to say that the Kalp Friksh the wish yielding tree can give you all the joys of heaven. But is our journey only from here to heaven? Most sadhus journey is not there. They want to go up to the <coughs> town. Joy pe, another form of joy pe. What is that? Why would you put so much of effort to just meet that kind of a joy and stop there? Is it but to go on to Vaikuntha? Bhagavatam will help. So he's saying again he says this is the Mahatma of Bhagavatam. So many ways he has tried to explain why he has chosen this Granth. And now Shonarji is ready to listen. And he says, listen, today I will tell you a story which was told to me by Shukdevji in person. And I was also there with Shukdevji when Vedvyas used to tell the Bhagavatam <coughs> to Shukdevji. So I was also there, Ugrishava. 
Sutta was also there. So Shonaji said, what is it? Tell me. And the story is started last class. Narad Muni came to earth. He said, earth is the most pious place. So why should I not go to earth? And he came to earth and he started looking around. He went to so many places. We all do, right? Bara Jyotirling chale jayenge. Char Tirth kar lenge. Badrinath, Kedarnath. We'll go to all the holy rivers. Dip in it. Ganga, Saraswati. He went to what? Tirtho ka Tirth. Prayag. Kashi. He went and went and went and then somehow he realized that there is something missing. These are the important thieves. They should give me peace. But why is there no peace over here? What is missing in all these places? And he was pretty agonized. When he looked around, he said, oh my God, the essence of these places are left. There is no essence. When he looked at, he went to Kathas, he went and sat down. He said, oh, there is no essence here. Why? Because the person who is saying is taking money for what he is teaching. Because Vedas, if you are teaching, you are not allowed to take any money. That is the true teaching and that is when the person gets indebted, right? When you are paying and getting the knowledge, then you are, you are deserve the knowledge. That's why you are getting the knowledge. But when the other person is not charging you anything, that is when it comes, ki, huh, the knowledge is flowing. But that is not happening nowadays. Online registration course, Veda ka course, Gita ka course, so many courses all around. You pay for the courses. And this knowledge is priceless. What will you pay for this knowledge? Devtas could not trade this knowledge with for Amrit also. When Parikshit was going to hear the story, Shukdevji was sitting, the Devtas came from the heavens. They said, listen, he's dying in seven days. We'll give him Amrit. You give us Bhagavatam. Yeah. Shukdevji said, what? Glass and... Uh, Diamond, glass and what diamond, Amulya Ratna, no trade. And this Parikshit has love in his heart. You have come for selfish reasons. I refuse to give you and Parikshit refused to take Amrit. As compared to Bhagavatam, he took Bhagavatam, not Amrit, knowing that on the seventh day he'll die. Such is the value of Bhagavatam. So it's priceless. And Narad Muni says that when this trade started happening, I realized the demise had come. The pundits and the Mandirs are corrupted who are doing seva to the Lord. Where is it? The people who are giving dan are giving it for glory and fame. Everything that is being done is being done for the self-glorification. There is nothing that is selfless left on this earth. And he was very disheartened. He was very agitated because this is supposed to be the most pious place. And in the most pious earth, he went to the most pious places to do darshan. And there was no peace. Momentary joy is maybe. And then he was so agitated, he was walking around. And while walking around, he reached Vrindavan. And again, the <coughs> sight he saw in Vrindavan was pretty agonizing as he thought. He saw a lady crying. She was kneeling and crying and crying. And there were two old children, or two old men with her. And there were hundreds of celestial divas, or beautiful women, trying to console her and cajole her. And she was crying and crying. And she was trying to wake these two men up, like a mother would to her children. She's crying, she's trying, she's calling for help. There's nobody to help her. She was young, but her children were old. Now Narad Muni, by looking at the way she was behaving with these two men, thought that she would be a mother. Because this kind of sympathy only a mother can give. It is never reverse, you know. As we discussed last class again, that the children don't shower that much of love to the parents. 
that the parents do. But this is Vidika Vedan, no problem. So he realized that he was just passing and this lady stopped him. And she said, come here. What? You are a sadhu. Tell me, what is happening? I came to Vrindavan and I became young again, although I'm not very strong and not my old self. But my children here, why are they old? Isn't it that the mother is supposed to be old and the children are supposed to be young? What is happening to us? You are a sadhu right Naradman. Please help me. Tell me what is happening. <coughs> Naradman said, who are you? I said, I am Bhakti. I am Bhakti. Mukti also used to be with me. Ah, Naradman said, you are Bhakti? God asked you to come here to earth for his devotees? Normally you used to serve your devotees, all the devotees in Vekundham. And when the Lord asked you to go down, you came in that shadow format. Your shadow bhakti came down to serve all the devotees of the Lord. And he sent a maidservant that is mukti with you. Bhakti's maidservant or helper or partner, mukti came with you. And he also sent jnana and vairagya with you. You were flourishing in Satya. You were happy in Treta. You were quite okay in Dwapar. But with the onset of Kali, you started deteriorating. You also became as old as your children, isn't it? Bhakti says, yes, exactly, Narad Muni. And then, while wondering and looking for help, you came to Vrindavan. Vrindavan is the bhumi of Lord Krishna, where they say bhakti dances with joy. And by the touch of this bhumi, you became young again, but young to look at, but inside you are still old. And mukti was almost dying. So what you did was, you sent mukti back to Vekundham. And whenever you call her, she does come, but as of now she dwells in Vekundham. And you felt so much in love with Jnana and Vairagya that you took them to be your children. So you don't part with your children, right? So you never send them away. But with the onset of Kali, they are dying. Who cares for Jnana and Vairagya? Vairagya is very important to understand what's Vairagya. Vairagya is not... Detachment, right? Detachment. Mm -hmm. Vairagya is not leaving everything and going to the jungle. Vairagya is not all that we think of Vairagya. Vairagya is when you cross the boundaries of yours and accept all as yours. That is a Vairagi. Vairagi does not throw everybody out. Vairagi accepts everybody as equal. My son is also mine. Your son is also mine. Her son is also mine. I see no difference. That is a true Vairagi. Unfortunately, we say Vairagi and then we run away from Vairagi. No. Vairag does not say leave. Vairag says accept. Break your boundaries and accept as yours. Truly in thought, word and deed. And after the Kitta Badmashta. And your child would break a ways and you'll say, Koi nahi hai. No, no, no. Thought, word and deed. Can you do it? And to reach that level, just test yourself. With your children and somebody else's child. You'll know where you are. How far you have threaded this path. 
It's very simple to find out where you are on this path. It does not take any rocket science again. It does not take a guru to tell you that. So now, Vairagya is dead. We all know. It is almost dying. What is Gyan? Knowledge. Right knowledge. Who cares about right knowledge? We care about street smart knowledge <coughs> of the material world. Does anybody care about any right knowledge of how we should man our bodies, how we should live in this world? Do we even know what a powerful instrument we are? We don't. Puri gai, thodi rai, abhi tak pata nahi chala how to operate this. It has immense power. It has the ability to be infinite. Who knows? We don't even use, how much percent of our brain do we use? It is scientifically proven. How much? Seven. That is also, is it seven or eight? That's quite a bit I feel. I thought we don't even use that much. <laughs> to be very honest, I think we must be using some point, some, some, something. And then we say, how intelligent? Kis se? IMS me selection hone se intelligent ho jata hai. So that is gyan, true knowledge. Who cares about the true knowledge? Paisa kaise kamade ho batao, engineer banao, doctor banao. No true knowledge for you my child. Go to school, go to activities, run, 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 run. The rat race. And by the time you wake up, it's too late. You're not a sponge anymore where you can absorb. Pronouncing these take an effort. Which is not the case for a younger child. So, okay. Now, and Bhakti, how did I become young when I came to Vrindavan? Because people still care about you here. But, Bhakti is also superficial. It is not that you are a Bhakt because you love the Lord. You are a Bhakt because you love yourself. एक किलो लड्डू तो मेरा ये काम कर लेना चार तीरथ करके आऊंगी तो ये हो जाएगा मेरा बच्चा पास हो जाए तो ये करूंगी इट इज ऑल सेल्फिश लव इज देयर एनी इनडिफरेंस टू द लव ऑफ द लॉर्ड आई डोंट वांट एनीथिंग फ्रॉम यू आई डोंट वांट मुक्ति आल्सो आई डोंट वांट एनीथिंग आई वांट टू लव यू बिकॉज़ आई लव यू सो यू आर आल्सो देयर बट इवन एट वृंदावन यू आर नॉट यंग अगेन बिकॉज़ दैट काइंड ऑफ Love and indifference in the bhakti is not there. So bhakti was like, you know everything. Please help me. Please help my children. They are dying. Now, Narad Muni, he said, don't worry, don't worry. I'll help, I'll help. He came. He chanted the Vedas. He chanted the Gita. He chanted the Purans. He knew everything. He chanted, 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 chanted. Yes. They became a bit awake. They yawned. But their jadavasta did not go away. Their old age did not go away. They yawned. They were still sleepy. Now Narad Muni said, I've done everything I know. Why aren't they waking up? Why aren't they getting energy? Why can't Mukti come back? Now Narad Muni got very agitated. Bhakti, he said, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll find out. I'll find out. He went in a rush. Just imagine because they're dying. He has to save them. He has no time. He rushed, rushed, rushed. He started asking around. Because while he was trying to wake him, wake the children up, there was a voice from the heavens. He said, there is a way which some saint will come and tell you. And then Bhakti will dance and Gyan and Vairag will awaken and Mukti will revisit the earth again. I said, where? Even this has given me a riddle form only. This voice also did not give me an answer. And he was desperate. He started running in desperation. 
he went and running while running around he asking people and people started gossiping ab jab when the voice only did not give him the answer when narad himself does not know the answer how can a human give him answer gyan and vairagya will die bhakti will also age again and finally he went to badrika ashram around badrinath and there while he was running around agitated the four sanak brothers were there sanka brothers were there and they said what happened narad muni you are a great sage a timeless sage you go around singing narayan narayan wherever you go you always enjoy where is your veena aloka kya haal hai kapde kahan ja rahe hain pasina kyu sar pe and narayan nahi muh pe what is wrong with you sir bahut problem hai gyan and vairagya are dying bhakti is aging again mukti is nowhere to be seen what should i do then the sankadi said we know what to do we will do a bhagavatam yagna so narad muni said bhagavatam yagna i tried everything he said kya narad muni you are a manas putra right now narad muni is a manas putra and you know the entire thing you have heard the chatushloki bhagavat which was able to awaken brahma you have heard the chatushloki bhagavat which was able to bring back joy to vedvyas you were the one who gave it so why are you doubting it not only this brahma himself had a doubt so what he did was he took a taraju and what he did he put all the grants in one and bhagavatam in one and that weight like you know bhagavatam was heavier than everything else so brahma said okay maybe they are right they are on the right path and they went to a place near haridwar anand and they sat down and over there they took their asan and they started chanting but before this there is a vidhi they went and they sent invites far and near to tell everybody that the bhagavatam is happening that is a mandatory requirement of bhagavantum to inform everybody because if you don't inform you are at fault once you have informed you are not at fault inform everybody you knew that we are going to open the bhagavat mahapuran please come please come please come not only this it is said mahara bhrigu the greatest of sages bhrigu we know right he is the sage who kicked vishnu on his chest and there is a bhrigu foot on vishnu he himself went to the people who were too arrogant to come and listen to the bhagavatam or who thought they are we are we are hum kya bhagavatam sunne jayenge he said please come This is the kind of manwari we do in Rajasthan. Aao Josa, aai aai aye, bethe 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 bethe, aai ana 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 hi aapko. So this is how they invited everybody for Bhagavatam, and then the Bhagavatam started. And who all came? It's a beauty. When you listen to all the people who came, it is amazing. Having spoken thus, the Kumars with Narad went hence together to the bank of the holy Ganga, impatient to enjoy the story of Shrimad Bhagavat. As they reached the bank, there rose at once an uproar in the terrestrial region, and the realms of gods, as well as the Satya Lok, Brahma Lok, everywhere, all those who were keen to enjoy the taste of the Lord's story, and first of all, the Lord Vishnu's servants, they came running down to drink the nectar, like story of Shrimad Bhagavat, Sage Bhrigu, Vashisht, Gautam, Parshuram, Vyasa, Parashar. Oh, just imagine! Everybody came down. Not only the sages. Who else came down? The pupils. Their pupils also came with them. 
the upanishads in the form of bodily form came down the vedas came down the mantras came down the tantras came down the 17 puranas came down the six shastras came down rivers such as ganga and other forest in a living form came down mountains as well as gods gandharvas and the demons alike all came down and sage bhrigu persuaded and brought even those who did not come because of their self importance wow what happened kya hua tha they narrated everybody heard and suddenly bhakti started dancing bhakti was dancing and with her came her young and bright children gyan and vairagya they started dancing with joy and from up came mukti and everybody was astonished are ye bhakti kahan se aa gayi gyan and vairagya kahan se aa gaye where have they come from <coughs> came from the essence of the bhagavatam which awakened prabhu bhakti in everybody they were dancing with joy she was singing with joy not only this when bhakti rose gyan and vairagya came mukti came down how could the lord be far away lord krishna also came down how could he not witness the joyful dance of his bhakti he came down with him he does not come down alone Uddhav ji, Arjun ji, Yudhishthir, every Sudama, whoever you can think of, came down, and she, Lord Krishna, started playing the Murli himself. Just imagine the scene of a place where Bhagavatam happens. Bhakti is dancing, and the Lord is playing the Murli, and the Gyan and Vairagya became young again. Mukti decided to come down again, and this is. Mahatme of Bhagavatam. It is the essence of all the grants. In one grant, which was written by Vedas, after writing all that we always read and hear of, even the Gita, he stopped writing after he wrote the Bhagavatam. He said, "Yes, now my work is done, because with this grant." people will not think with logic people will think with love when they think about the lord prabhu prem prabhu prem and only prabhu prem how can you he is not this he is not this he is not this he is this also is this also is this also and with logic can you understand him and when you can't understand him can you not just love it that is the mahatme of shrimad bhagavat mahatme and with this next class we we'll finally start bhagavat mahapuran the first kan <coughs> is the adhikari skanda not everybody is adhikari of bhagavatam so this is the adhikari skanda they'll explain who is the adhikari of bhagavatam and then we'll go on this is a sweet bhajan
हाँ सॉरी